Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CAPITAL200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Studios in Ontario, California. It's Football Sports. Weldy, weldy, weldy. Welcome to some <laughs> sports talk. You're in for a treat here, foos. What's all, up, what's all, up all you internet foos? It's great to be a Raider fan today. <laughs> Welcome to the show. God damn, the Raiders pulled a quick one, didn't they? Yeah, they sure it's did. the off season, man. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Don't worry, man. Uh, we're going to be going into some football talk today, uh, talk about the Lakers a little bit, and maybe touch upon some MLB news that's come out recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but f- Josh? Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> uh, let's get it rolling, man. Let's do this thing, Chicken Wang. I mean, dude, some of the shit's been going down. It's been insane. As the foo alluded to, the Raiders traded for AB. They traded a third and fifth round pick Chump for change. him. Dude, nothing. Chump change, foo. Yeah. The Steelers yeah. wanted pretty much nothing. They just said, get him off our team. Damn. Yeah. This I mean, uh, Gruden pulled it off, man. John Chucky, Chucky did it, man. Well, Chucky he, did it. He's a year late on making good decisions. So, well, you know what? <laughs> Hiring Mike Mayock as the GM actually may have been a good move because he's going to be a good evaluator in this upcoming draft. The, yeah, for uh, sure. They they made some key key uh, front office moves that I liked. Was Mayock the guy who used to be the recruiter? He used to be the NFL like one of the top at draft analysts for the NFL. NFL Network. I didn't really know who he was when they made the announcement, but like all the articles and everything I read on him was he was yeah he's put in mm-hmm. great work and he's recruited top top performers. So he used to be one of the, like the, the top professional scouts in the league at one point, mm-hmm. and yeah he's just been one of those guys. Mm-hmm. So he has like one of the best rankings. So if you ever want to look at what the upcoming uh, stars are going to look like, you would go to Mike Mayock's rankings because his would be the be- more accurate ones oh wow yeah he would at least have like a 60 percent success rate in determining like the top players in the draft like who the top players were going to be so i mean my numbers may be off but it was something really crazy like he's pretty damn good the fact that they were able to pull this trade off and get a b and still have enough draft picks in the upcoming draft to get top players because i heard this draft is going to be pretty it's going to be a pretty deep yeah, pretty deep draft. Also, real quick from the draft, Kyler Murray. Yes. Did you hear what uh, some small rumors came out that um, during the combine it, it was revealed? You know how they interview people and they ask the weirdest questions in the world? Uh-huh. It wasn't exactly a weird question, but they basically questioned, like, uh, how, you know, his ability to put in put in work Oh, watch, it was watch uh, tape and all that shit. Charlie Casserly. Yeah, mm-hmm. one, of the, uh, one of the ESPN analysts. Basically he, said that, like, he... 
wasn't really willing to put in extra effort. Yeah, and that he there's like, like a test in one of the in the combine. What they do is they have the these kids um, go into like this draft room and do the draft board or like do the actual play board where they'll have to like put them in scenarios mm-hmm. and they'll say, okay, what would you expect safety to be doing in this scenario on this play? So I need you to know, okay, I need to know what where you're going to be throwing to and what you're looking at through the process. Whoa. They're basically having them simulate games for them on the board. And these kids have to be able to work it really well and kind of think similarly to what the coach would have done or like what's the best possible outcome out of it. So this scout was mm-hmm. like going in on him saying like he didn't know what he was doing. He wouldn't, he couldn't even do anything on the board, like saying that he was like came in like 20 pounds overweight. Whoa. This kid doesn't look committed. But then you have other people like uh, the Chargers just recently came out because they did uh interview with him recently. And they're uh-huh. like, dude, this, this kid was amazing. He blew us out of the water. Mm-hmm. So... Huh. Like there's there's a lot of mixed reports, right? Like uh, mixed signals, you know, black smoke is what they're calling it, like smoke screens. Okay. Um, so it may just be like some scouts are just trying to like diminish his value. Yeah, because what's happening, Fu, is um, he's not exactly. It's it's kind of dependent. He's on the fence of being like a good quarterback that would break the first round. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, you know, this I think this is more of an attempt to drop his value a bit. Yeah, uh, because I I think recently he yeah. was he like if he was a second round pick it would be an A, uh, but he's a little riskier for the first round picks, especially for teams that are trying to get a skilled position. Yeah. So um, going back to you know the big news, obviously Antonio Brown, well, um, he also got an extension, didn't he? Well, what happened is let's say he didn't get traded from the Steelers. He he still had thirty eight million dollars on his contract remaining, but, but he none had, of it guaranteed. None of it was guaranteed. So the Raiders basically reworked the deal. So same three years left, but thirty million of it was guaranteed now instead of zero. Yeah, thirty point one two five million. And then with all the games played in incentives, <laughs> mm-hmm. it would push it to like fifty one million, with another four million in incentives or something. Yeah, and wow. his current annual salary would be nineteen point eight million a year. Yeah, if he made all his incentives. Yeah, if he makes all his incentives. So yeah, he, he yeah, the only one who could make more than that is Odell Beckham Jr. if he were to perform all of his contractual obligations and mm-hmm. and meet all his incentives, he would be the only one paid more. Which is another player that may be on the move because um, the Giants are actively shopping him. They're willing to give up, you know, cut bait with him. So it all depends on, you know, what team can give him the best package. The Raiders were obviously in discussion at one point. Um, they could still be in discussion because they have the draft assets. They, they, yeah, and true. D- depending what uh, <coughs> New York currently values them at. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, shit, having the two top receivers, <coughs> do you think that Sorry. would be great? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that would be enough for the Raiders. Well, and then sign Le'Veon Bell. Ooh, well, hold your horses there. I mean, it's a scenario, man. Boom. It could happen. If all these guys agreed, then I would be like, Shoving it in the food's face all season. <laughs> Dude, this would be a nightmare for it all would, of us. Yeah, because the Raiders would become very relevant again. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. instantly, dude. Yeah. Instantly. They would be favorites at one point, at a certain point. Mm-hmm. They just need to get some. Well, I heard that you guys may try to sign Clay Matthews in free agency. Yep. And he may do it. Yeah, we're uh, we're looking to make a little bounce back. Yeah, we, we really missed our key linebackers last year. 
Clay Matthews might address a bunch of issues, but not everything. What if he signed Justin Houston, too? Oh, my God. That's fucking... You guys dude, have talk about the you guys, Rams being fucking second talk of the town, dude. Word. It all de- it all depends on if Mark wants to pay, man. Obviously, it looks like he does. Well, I mean, he should, especially if they're going to move to Vegas next year. Dude, I think John Gruden really has a good ear, and Mark's like, dude, just uh, you know, I'll pay. Yeah, pay, man. He's probably telling him like, dude, you need to ball out. Yeah, because he's about to make a ton of money. I Vegas. wouldn't be surprised if at some point, um, in the future, John Gruden. Tries to become an owner, had take some ownership stock in the um, team. Well, um, that was part of his actual contract. Oh, so with he the has Raiders. One. Really? Yeah, he gets he gets owner rights if he's if he's not. Fi- I believe if he's not fired or if he obligates his contract, he's entitled to ownership rights. Oh shit! Which so. is like when he signed his contract originally, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith fucking hated it, and he called out the NFL for being um, uh, for them having a bias built into the Rooney role. Because he is like, there would be no way no black head coach would ever have a fucking uh, uh, in, uh, stakes in the team as part of the contract. Dang. So Stephen A. was super against it because he thought it was bullshit and rewarding. Yeah. Men, uh, which is controversial on its own and kind of a tangent I don't want to go down at the moment. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he does have some ownership in it. And it could turn out that way. He might try to buy out, buy out Davis. But the move to the... To Vegas, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, I could see him trying to go for that. I mean, dude, he's the highest paid fucking announcer for the NFL all the years with the ESPN. Wait, so you don't think because of the move to Vegas he'll be ownership? Um, that's the point. I think he will be. Yeah, but uh, I think he wants to get his own team, which he eventually will do. Oh, he can still, but yeah. I mean, you can still be owner. Oh yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna get. get I think to he's gonna get the rights, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he's gonna get paid out. Yeah, because that's what you have to do to sever the ties, pay someone out. Then this would be his. Yeah, this, this would, would be his, his avenue in trying to become an owner. Yeah, and become full owner. He can at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Magic right now. Magic's owner still, like in like of the Dodgers. Yep, he's still our owner. Yeah, of their. Or I mean, their owner. Oh, yeah, the Guggenheim Group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> dream scenario, foo. You're gonna be fucking pissed. You're gonna be get, given a Raider jersey. For no. We're gonna <laughs> have it. No. Have, have it be one Don't of those stupid it. jerseys where it's like half Raiders, half Rams. Oh, like those God. those assholes. Oh. Have you seen that by the way? Those. Yeah, and that's those... usually the wife that buys that for. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. I don't fuck, know who fuck I Fuck that jersey, dude. dude. Oh my God. That's the worst Seriously. one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, what Just, the. Fuck? Look, ladies, we understand, you know, there are, you know, hardcore fans out there. Just pick a jersey. If make you're, make if, us a fan of one. Yes. Yeah. And if you if you are yeah. not fans of football and you're just going just to go with your husband, just, again, pick a jersey. None of this half and half. No indecision here, yeah. please. No. I would be, I would be God damned if I had to wear a Dodgers Angels jersey. I think you would kill Steph. Yeah. <laughs> that would happen first, actually. You have a good point. <laughs> oh, Steph's an Angels fan, huh? She. Why uh, did you do that, dude? Uh, What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'd rather, you know, too? this is why I don't talk about it. This is exactly <laughs> why I don't talk about it. And, you know, um, what else you guys got? <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> oh. Well, staying on the football note real quick. It's time to check in with the Foo's San Diego Fleet, man. San Diego Fleet? What, what? <laughs> yeah, Foo, you guys are uh, at the top of the Western Conference right now. Okay. At three and two. Uh, good work, man. 
<laughs> you're, uh, you're, we need to get you some fleet merch soon, Foo, which is already on the way. Foo. Whatever, dude. Uh, well, we talked about it earlier. It's not really on the way yet, but it's in the works. You're really <laughs> purchasing fleet swag for me to wear on the Foo Bar Sports. Yes, He's Foo. not lying, man. And then okay. you're going to hang it up, Foo. We're going to be fleet fans. We're going to be fleet fans. Are we going to go t- tailgating at a fleet uh, game soon? We can. Where is it at? Qualcomm? Yes. Really? Yeah. Let's do it. Isn't that badass? Let's do it. Um, right. you, uh, the fleet, uh, the fleet beat Salt Lake. Um, <laughs> I love how we're, I love how we're talking about this. Keep going. <laughs> Shut up. The San Diego <laughs> Fleet uh, beat the Salt Lake Stallions yesterday in a uh, very close game. Foo, mm-hmm. I know you were shitting bricks, but we're we're good, man. <coughs> we're good. The the fleet came up top, twenty seven, twenty five. Foo. Dang. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Did you hear that uh, the NFL actually may be purchasing the fleet? I knew it. Or the NFL. I mean, the. Uh, the I told uh, you they it. That means the, the, the AAF. I brought this up. I fucking called it. Yeah. That means the and food was right out. Yeah, I know. God damn it. It sucks. I told you. They're gonna, they may, I uh, told you. Dude, imagine they're going to be like a minor league affiliate. Yeah. It'd be like the minors for football. That'd be because they. Uh, the NFL is thinking about allowing like guys that are on practice squad or third string uh, players to go there to transition there in the offseason. If and they wanted these teams to be taken a little bit more seriously on the alliance, they would have given them a lot better names than the fucking fleet. <laughs> Everything is or so the safe. But Alabama Steve, Iron. But who Steve Mariucci. He calls the games, foo. Steve Mariucci, he's been in the game for how long now? Uh, it's over 20 years. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, man, it's a you know, it's a it's a pass-heavy league and it's got that unique style, the no kicker. I like that a lot. It's going to be successful, dude. Same thing, um, same thing with Especially the- if the NFL backs it, if they do invest in this in this league and utilize it properly. I mm-hmm. think they change it back though to having kicker kicking some type of kicking element. Yeah. They'll have they'll have to do some type of kicking But I element. like that though. I like the inventiveness of like instead of because there's no kickers instead of onside kicking, mm-hmm. you have to get a 12-yard first down. It's like how in order to get the ball back. So yeah. basically, you have to fucking show so you can get yardage. Damn. I, I, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, and you don't waste everyone's time by kicking in the goddamn end zone. Yeah. Uh which by the way, the NFL should actually look into uh, actually, kicking it out of the end zone. If uh, stop it. If uh, you're not talking into the mic. No, oh, damn it. Uh, if oh, they. Oh, hey, hey, foo. <laughs> Hello. Was that there. you this whole time? Yeah. Hello <laughs> out there. That's where you were at. Um, they should see. I forgot I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, man. I want like beer number go, seven go, over here. I guess go fleet, foo. Go fleet. Their quarterback had a uh, 300. Four passing yards and an interception and a touchdown. Some pretty good football right there. It's not bad. Yeah. It sounds pretty high scoring. Pretty exciting. Yeah, 25-27. Well, good job, Foo. You're you're but you're at the top of the Western Conference <laughs> at three to two. All your hard work, man. Really. Oh, all your hard work. Fans, I gotta say, you know, <laughs> if there's anybody Foo. I need to thank first, it's them. <laughs> Shut first up. and foremost. Mm-hmm. They're the real MVPs. The, yep. Uh, right now, the San the San Antonio team is playing Arizona. Uh, San Antonio is up twenty nine to eleven. Foo. So we'll see how that shakes out. 
It'll be a real nail biter. (laughs) Who was the San Antonio Commanders taking on the Arizona? (laughs) The Arizona Hot Shots. They're they're the Hot Shots, dude. The Hot Shots. The Pot Shots or the Hot Shots? The Hot Shots. Well, Fu, the winner's going to be tied for second, uh, first place with us. That's why we got to be worried. You don't say. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. (laughs) The times are tense. Go Fleet. Yeah, go Fleet. And that's enough football for now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Real quick, I wanted to bring up a story. Uh, Fu, uh, more on the Dodgers side. Did you hear about um, Joe Kelly? He he has a sore back or he messed up his back from... uh, Cooking too long at a family cookout. And what you, the fuck? And you know what? Yeah. I I sympathize with them because it's hap- <laughs> it's, hap- it's happened to me. I okay. got I got tasked with cooking at a family cookout once for like six and a half hours straight, Ooh. and I just came back and like at the end of the night, different people were cooking. And I was like, I just need to just finish this off, and I ended up like being eight and a half, nine hours oh, man. actual standing. Yeah, my back hurt for like the whole I week, bet. dude. Oh. It was awful. That sucks. It was cooking a shitload of burgers and ribs and chicken and fucking s'mores at one point. Mm-hmm. It was just everything went on that grill, man. Jeez. Even the salad. <laughs> what? Just, no, just <laughs> Deep fried salad. Delish. <laughs> Char-grilled char, char salad. Uh, yeah, he... Um, so he was scratched from one of his scheduled appearances last this last Wednesday night, and then they found out later that it was because he stood too long cooking Cajun food for his family. He was stirring that jambalaya. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's probably like for a huge family. <laughs> I just thought that was a funny little story to bring up. That's funny. Can't, I can't pitch today, coach. If that's the worst of our much. woes as Dodgers right now, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I have a feeling it's not though. Oh no! I think we have well, we'll some see. Tough times I mean, ahead of us this next season. We're gonna see. I don't. Um, I don't know how the rest of the division is gonna perform. Um, the Padres will be interesting to look at just because Machado uh, Machado's there. Uh, um, oh, Nolan Arenado got a co- sick contract extension. Did you see? Yeah, with the Rockies. So the yeah. Rockies will still be pretty good. Um, it's just a matter on. Of if they'll fix their pitching, dude. And how that's th- all it is. That's mm-hmm. all the Rockies need is. If to the fix Rockies were able to land a good pitcher, we we should we would they be keep worried. They getting pretty close, like to making it to the playoffs. I mean, every year they Wade, just can't Wade Davis cross as that a line. yeah Wade Davis as their closer worked out for them last year, like surprisingly well. The only thing mm. is that they just didn't have any other, you know, their starters would were the ones that were putting them behind all the time. Yeah. So. Hopefully they fix that this year. I haven't really kept up on the Rockies that much right now, but we'll I mean see they what just they had do. the significant extension with uh, Arenado, Arenado, which was like eight years, two hundred fifty-three million. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, so over thirty million a year, another huge contract. Dude. So the NFL players, um, excuse me, MLB Players Association, they're fucking high time in it right now, dude. They're getting their players paid. Hell yeah, but yeah. So. Good for them. They still need to address that issue with paying the you know the guys under that have to go to fucking arbitration though. That's bullshit still. Yeah, the arbitration thing. That amount of time in arbitration is ridiculous. That does need to change, especially because of how it is with the NFL and the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know they don't have to go mm-hmm. through such. You know, I mean they do have to go through you know some time periods like in the uh, NBA. 
they have to they're on a two year minimum contract, but like a two year team contract automatically as free agents or as rookies. So Foo, the Lakers man, oh. what a big fucking the flop this year. But I we can't say that we didn't see this happening, man. Can we though? We we wrote <laughs> well, we could Dude, our I mean... hubris is too our hubris, man, regarding oh. We knew that we were going to chalk this first year off as a training season, or at least as a season where we're going to figure it out. You know what was more depressing about I'm it? I'm surprised you guys are surprised, because we no, talked the, about The only this. reason why I'm this surprised or like this depressed was because of how well they were doing going into like Christmas. Coming into the Christmas game, they, they were, were f- the fourth seed in the West. And they were looking like they could... Like, uh, granted, they started off like on the fucking weird... 500 start their first like 12 games uh-huh. uh but you know they they're they beat the warriors they beat the uh the celtics uh that was kind of later but they were beating teams uh that are playoff contenders and we looked fucking great mm-hmm. yeah we were looking good but then all of a sudden lebron got hurt for 17 games right then lonzo got hurt um, and then Ingram and Kuzma kept getting hurt intermittently and then uh, as of you know Fast forward to present day, uh, Ingram's out with a blood clot for the remainder of the year. Yeah. Really? He yeah. has a blood clot in his arm. Damn, that sucks. And, and Lonzo's out for the remainder just, of the year with They're his just going to take him out the remainder of the year. And also, they were going to bring LeBron's minutes down. They yeah. Said. They're not going to overplay him. Hmm. Kind of save him up for next year. But yeah. still kind of have him out there because he doesn't want to stop playing. He said he wants to keep playing. But they're like, all right, we're just going to restrict your minutes. Also, too... Um, you know, Josh Hart is playing with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. I guess he can't even jump. Like, he has a hard time really jumping. And, like, dunk, like the other day, he went up for a dunk. He missed because he couldn't get all the way up there. Oh, and then same thing with, like, a few layups. Like, he just, he just can't even, like, Dude, lift off. It's these guys, they need they need to come forward and let them know, like, hey, if you guys I, are can, injured, I can't play. Yeah. Sorry. It, they need to just rest this offseason. Because Lonzo was hurt last off season two, um, Josh Hart played summer league last year. Oh really? So that's why they said that he he was just overworked mm-hmm. because he balled out in summer league. He was like the summer league MVP. Okay. And yeah, and he just played like, two years in a row summer league. So yeah. He's been playing a lot. Yeah. So next year, hopefully, they'll be you know more well rested, and then also the Lakers still have a shot of potentially getting a high draft pick. This uh, upcoming year, which is why I'm kind of glad they're scaling back on LeBron's <laughs> minutes because mm-hmm. they could qualify for like a really good draft position. They could get, they could potentially get between like five or six, mm-hmm. like in the five number five or six pick. They yeah. could get as high as that, um, depending on how the ping pong balls play out. Uh, but they're definitely going to get around like a, a twelve pick, eleven, twelve, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve pick, and then if you know the ping pong balls play us right, foo. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna hit that last cup back to back. Yeah. No rebuttal. And then the Lakers get the number five pick. <laughs> just like beer pong foo. Yeah, just like beer pong. Kind of touching on something I wanted to uh address again. I think I talked it over with Josh before the Lakers' season even started, the NBA season. Yeah. I kind of pointed out and um I'm gonna try to find in my original episode where we talked about it, where LeBron I think he moved to L.A. to become the all-time scoring leader in NBA history. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a stat, I believe, as of the game they played on, what, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah, uh, where Wednesday. he passed up MJ, right? Yeah, where he passed, passed MJ. MJ. And then 
that at his current point per game average, that mm-hmm. he only needed 224 games left to, to to become the leader. It's another couple seasons. Um, well, if you break it down, there's like 19. There was 19 games left at the time, mm-hmm. so pretty much just call it 200 games over the next three years. Uh, there's 82 games a season, which is like 240 something, yeah. and that means he would only need like 200 games to do it, though, out of 240. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to become the all-time points leader in L.A. So let's say he becomes the all-time points leader in L.A. Or how do you think it will be received if he passed Kobe in Staples? Like next year? Like next year. Because they're saying mathematically it's going to happen. Because he has 40 games. In, within 40 games, 40 games into he next passes year's Kobe season. on the Whoa. all-time scoring list. Yeah. That's going to happen. Um, I, th- I, I, I want to appreciate it. I want to make sure that. He's a trans, you know. He's a transcendent player. He's he's one of the best players of all time. He is. So he we got to enjoy it while we can. However, the way it's going be, down, there's, there's the way it's going down is not the be, best way. And there's uh-huh. always fucking LeBron haters, dude. Yeah. There's all. Oh, they're he's still out there. They're still out. It's it's thought die. Well, okay. So look, us Kobe fans. You know, some, we're real picky. We're picky. We are very picky on who we can. You know, put our faith Kobe in. just. He he showed that ethic about him. He, like this is what I'm about, son. He was a scientist in the NBA. Yes, like his little things on ESPN detail. If you have you watched those videos where he breaks down everyone's no, but game. I know that that would be his personality about that. Kind oh, of dude, thing. he yeah. breaks down mm-hmm. everyone's game. Like he dissects it all, and he says this is what he was thinking, and he's like, and this is why he thinks this, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, boom, it plays out, and. He, he's perfect for that. And so that's why it's kind of hard because you don't see LeBron so much like that because he clowns around a lot more. So I think that's and why LeBron, people... LeBron has a way different approach. Yes. He's more passive-aggressive with it. Yeah. Um, and he, he's more reflective of a millennial than Kobe ever was. That's true. Yeah. Kobe so. was more like Generation X, but like... The mature end of that, yeah. The mature yeah. end, like, no, I'm gonna fucking show you that. Yeah, I'm gonna kick ass and like do do great. So I mean, fuck, man. I mean, Kobe won. What play? There's no players that can say when out of all the years they played, they guaranteed you to win a championship at least 25 percent of the time. Because uh, that's what Kobe did. He won mm-hmm. five chips in his 20 years. Yep. And you know what, man? In 20 years, is gonna be another conversation just like this with somebody else coming up. Oh, uh, and, yeah, and, definitely. And probably then, be uh, Giannis, the Atatakumbo so? guy, the Greek freak. From Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, dude, I think he is definitely going to be one of those players. You guys watch. Crazy. He is insane right now. He can. He's in a running for MVP. You know, a lot of people are even questioning, like, is LeBron even the best player in the league anymore? Because LeBron doesn't play defense. If you guys kind of notice, he hasn't really played now defense. Now that he's been year. in L.A., it's funny. A lot of more people are watching and are saying, like, hey, this guy gives up a lot. And mm. I kind of saw that the last two years of the NBA Finals, uh-huh. where he's not that guy that comes back again. And like he Tries does make block. good plays, but he doesn't give it 100 every play. He picks, he picks his plays. He does for, yeah. which is still kind of a good strategy. But like, fuck, man, I feel like if you're the best guy, you're gonna like do it all the time. Every so you time. can, you yeah, know. like how Kobe was. That's how Kobe was. He gave it a hundred. Because that's how Kobe's DNA defense. was written too. Yeah, just straight up. Kill him, like kill him, just kill him all the way to the end, finish yeah, him off. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people are questioning that. But I, you know, someone I think that's kind of becoming like that is uh, James Harden. James Harden's been balling out all year. 
and he's had that like just straight attack mode all year. Oh my god, he's had such fucking fantastic games. He's been he's been great to see on highlights and watching and the real reason the Rockets are even playoff contenders is because of him. Oh yeah, definitely, which begs the question. It's like he's I think he's more close to Kobe-esque in my mind. Really? I would I was going to say Russell Westbrook reminded me of Kobe a lot a couple years ago, but like lately it's been Harden. It's been Harden. Harden's been fucking scoring and like with ease, man. Like he, he, yeah, he if you watch him you're just like, dude, this guy looks like he's barely trying. He's just like dancing on the floor, dude. Wow. He's dancing on the floor while, you know, bouncing a little ball around. Yeah, like Harden does make it look pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, it's effortless when you see him play, but you know someone that's kind of becoming like that too, Paul George. Dude, Paul George has had an amazing Dude, year. Paul all George, year. I'm really pissed the Lakers couldn't land him. You know what though? He he didn't even bother giving them a an, a meeting, which mm-hmm. was like upsetting because it's like, come on, man. You like, see, he barked it up all year. He was coming, and then he ended up did it. You know what though? Russell Westbrook's a little bitch, dude. I'll say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Brewing that, man? man. Your former Bruin, bro. What's wrong? Yeah, he's, bro? he's a drama queen, dude. Aww. He's such a bitch, dude, and. <laughs> He, he forgets that he cuts his pants and he still wears them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, what? I don't. I'm not a big fan of Westbrook. Oh, I couldn't um, tell. <laughs> but you know what? I will say he, he, like Josh was alluding to, he was, he did remind me of that Kobe esque type of player when he was uh, passing the record for triple doubles and all that. Yeah. But but he's, you know, he's actually kind of evolved a bit and taken the second role. And that's why Paul George is balling out and he's an MVP candidate because I think the Thunder have the best chance to beat the fucking Warriors right now. Oh, definitely, dude. They're they're insane, especially now that they have Markeith Morris now, right? Yep. Yeah, Markeith Morris. Just another solid body to throw out. And Steven Adams is still legit. Oh, he's he's the Australian beast, dude. Yeah, the New Zealand beast, <laughs> buddy. Oh, yeah, he's a Kiwi. Tasmanian devil. He's the Kiwi. Tasmanian he's devil. He's a Kiwi. How do you think the East Coast is going to shake out, dude? Or the, the Eastern Conference? Because I really liked the Toronto Raptors. Uh-huh. They, have, they have Kawhi Leonard, who's been... Kawhi's been insane all year. Um, he has single-handedly made the Raptors like the favorites, in my opinion. But... I mean, but Philadelphia. Mostly, yeah, Philadelphia is going to really keep Trading it close. for Tobias Harris yes. was probably the move that could help them win mm-hmm. in the in the Eastern Conference. Definitely, along with the uh, Celtics, you can't still you still can't discount. The I think Celtics. I think Kyrie's causing enough turmoil. Or if they don't get their shit together at the end of the year, but then don't forget about the uh, the Bucks too. Uh, the Bucks are the best team in the league. I'm right not now. really convinced though that Giannis can be. The best player in the NBA, really? Quite yet, only because he doesn't have a jump shot. It's true. If he builds on that jump shot, and he, if he did he have a jump shot, though, uh, yeah, LeBron would not be the best player in the league. No, it would definitely be Giannis. Hmm. Which uh, I think we want to touch on a little bit, right? Oh yeah, the best so, of all time, foo. So uh, the best, goats. the <laughs> best TFE, the best. Uh, 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 the so best there's, TFE a, there's a equipment. debate that is always sparked around the time whenever whenever someone breaks a record, uh-huh. uh, you know, such as LeBron did to get fourth all time. Of who is the greatest of all time, and a lot of people are saying that LeBron is the greatest of all time, but I I disagree. I you know obviously it's Michael. But the Foo thinks that if he 
go. What's your point, Fu, on why you think LeBron will be, will be go down as the greatest of all time? I think he still has an opportunity to go down as the greatest of all time. Okay. Um, number one, because like I said, if he can get that that um, the all time point scored record, uh huh, no one could touch that before. Uh, every no one's even come close since Jordan and all these guys. That's like okay. He if he's the all time scoring leader. That's one thing that's going to really propel him to uh-huh. it. But I think he also needs to win some championships with the Lakers. Okay. Has to. He ha- If he doesn't, let's say he doesn't win. He only wins one championship with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll have four wins, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. So, and he still passes the all-time record. I still don't think he would be considered the greatest of all time. Only for me, the greatest of all time is the is the person that perfected it. Michael Jordan perfected it. He didn't lose a single finals. Yeah, but he's been swept out of the first round of the playoffs. That's true. He has. So, I mean, I mean that's why it's like it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, he didn't even make it to the finals as many times as LeBron to even try to, uh, which speaks on LeBron because he's carried teams that were undeserving to go. But LeBron was so fucking good. He willed the team and brought everyone together but it just came down to having the best team and that's what that's why the Cavs didn't win those chips they didn't have the best uh they had the best player but not the best team uh that's I don't a know, good man. point that They're is both a good very point. good points um what do you well, let's get your two cents foo me you're asking okay yes oh fuck okay so let's get the outsider's <laughs> perspective Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's hard to really put into a category because they're both on different categories, so it's really hard to I mean, well you gotta compare two greats like that for totally two different reasons. Mm-hmm. And then if you wanna get brave and try to incorporate a Kobe conversation in in between all this. Yeah, you know, Kobe could also, you know, Kobe's always thrown in the conversation too. You always got Bill Russell. Oh, Bill, yeah, you have, Bill Russell, you have to number eleven. I mean, a laundry big, list by big now, eleven, dude. For sure, yeah, dude, eleven rings. Bill Russell. Yep. I mean, it, and it's crazy to think that someone like that is not considered one of the greatest, greatest of all time. time. Right. Even Kareem, the captain, dude, the captain, the record holder himself. From from an artistic perspective, I would have to say that you would have to somehow change the game. For you to be propelled into being the greatest of all time, along with being a great in every other category like that. Uh So to an earlier point, Jordan, he changed the game. Yes, very much so. When he came into the league and started dominating his, you know, with his team. Nowadays, I don't really see anybody changing the game. I don't know how you would, but nobody knew how you would back then either. The closest would be Steph Curry with that three-point shot. The three-point yep. shot that is three, changing a game. That three-point yeah. shot of his changed the game, and I think he could potentially A lot of be, teams are following yeah. suit, and it still makes it for an ins- exciting basketball game to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I think it's worth noting, too, uh, when you're trying to compare, just to point out the inconsistency still, MJ was averaging a higher points per game more years than LeBron so far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but however, LeBron passed Jordan with like shooting 1500 less like field goals and free throws. That's true. And comparable to Jordan. So like just there's so much shit you could dissect and get into. It, it, it it's tough and it really brings into question like that's At why at that, that point you're really just counting statistics. Yeah. If you're if you're really comparing them as far as greatest of all time you'd only it's only going to be at a statistics level because mm-hmm. athletically Le- lebron is a specimen man that guy is mm-hmm. just a whole other level as an athlete 
He like, looks dense, yes. but he flows through that court. He's a freight train yeah. going down When he there. goes to the rim and spins, there's no stopping him. No, nope. Not at all. Nobody's going to stop it. The strength of that man and is which, like, get out of his way. Which speaks to the Lakers is like, can you get this guy a couple three-point shooters so this guy can just... Right. We Go. could just fucking score 160 points a game. LeBron is the Mike Tyson of the NBA. Really? He's dense, dude. He's he's bigger than most others. That, oh, you're gonna like play this, that game. You're gonna like this new kid that's gonna come up, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson from dude. Duke. Does he he's like that? Huge, just dude, like just nice. like that. Like college teams can't even compete for the I'll, fact that this dude is like jumping over the rim. <laughs> yeah, he's six nine. If you like know me, you know I, I love boxing. So like, I'll always try to equate something to like a fighter's kind of style or a wrestler. Well, and, NBA is similar to that because you gotta you know throw punches, you know shots back yeah, and forth, back true. and forth. There's a lot of that so, going yeah, on. With he, precision. You, you got to be very careful on every move you're making. So yeah, yeah, so I suppose. And that's then the when, appeal when you have somebody so built like like that uh-huh. and still very agile like Mike Tyson was and when in his height you know at, yeah. his, at the height of his powers Obviously. it's very entertaining to watch cuz he's oh, just no kicking doubt. ass no yeah doubt yeah it's just like god damn <laughs> well i think we'll agree to agree that the debate is still to be uh <laughs> yes. the this debate will still be ongoing i agree will never be finished <laughs> it will be debated for ages for foo. ages foo. Yes. for ages, ages. Well, I just wanted to uh, thank you, Foos, for your inputs on the sports. Send our flagship show, Foo. Keep it rolling. And then, Josh, what the fuck are you laughing at over there, dude? <laughs> He's laughing at your fleet, dude. Oh, I can't believe I'm this I'm sorry, guy. man. I'm sorry. My, my disrespect. <laughs> I apologize. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Go fleet. Go fleet. Go we need fleet. to make a sound bite, dude. That'd be dope. Oh, man. Go fleet. Um, yeah, well, catch us again next Sunday, everyone. I'm the Foo, signing off for the Foo Bar Sports, and let's roll it up, Foo.